Welcome to Facing Our Shadow, a place to discuss the deeper aspects of the human condition, shadow self, spiritual and personal development, to inspire, transform and heal for a brighter and abundant future. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining. I am here with Richard Schultz, who is a fellow Canadian. And Richard has worked in the personal and organizational development field for over 20 years as a healer, teacher, facilitator, mentor, and coach. In a world that feels increasingly fragmented, fearful, and destructive, Richard brings his passion for working with people to restore genuine connection and wholeness to embody a deep trust, love, and peace with life as it unfolds. And Richard helps people find their purpose, discover their core values, reprogram limiting subconscious beliefs, emotional release, forgiveness, and heal trauma. For 12 years, uh, Richard has been focusing on shadow integration work because of the profound shifts and breakthrough insight that this deeper work provides. So thank you very much, Richard, here for joining. I'm really looking forward to talking about one of my favorite favorite topics with you here today. Yeah, it's great, great to be here. Thanks, Tara. Um, and and also my favorite topic. Uh, and I have lots of favorites, but this is, this is the topic, one of the tops, or the mm -hmm. top of the list. Mm -hmm. uh, and something I think of that is so so needed in the world and and completely misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to really dissect shadow work, what it is, how it can benefit you um, and watching and um, some of our experiences as well working in this field. And Richard has has quite a lot of experience. So I'm, I've learned a lot from Richard as well. And um, through this discussion, we'll definitely be learning more. So let's begin uh, talking about your your story and how you happened upon shadow work. Now you discovered it a long time ago. I'm fairly recent, uh, recently discovered, recent, uh, I guess, a newbie in this industry a little bit compared to yourself who's been in it for quite some time. What prompted you to work in shadow work? How did you discover it? And maybe some eye-opening experiences that you that you experienced working in this field. I'm smiling because there's everybody has a story and I have a long one and, and everybody's <laughs> story is long. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We have time. Um, and I love I love the personal story aspect because there's so much to to learn through that. For a moment, I'm gonna go way back. And and that's that's back into say the the typical workplace in corporate America, corporate Canada, um, and not not being happy, struggling, um, not feeling that it was purposeful. Um, who am I? What am I? What am I to do? I, I couldn't figure that out, and there was not in the workplace, so I quit. And a lot of people quit. Uh, the corporate world and a lot don't a lot just suffer through and so there was there was some suffering uh, in my life at that point around around meaning in life so I quit and went in search of self and that was that it was very synchronistic journey it's like the universe just pushed me forward yeah Richard this is where you're going and it it eventually took me to India where I had this experience of like out-of-body experience of unconditional love. Like I felt at home and I felt like 
what what it, the message there was nobody has done anything wrong everything is okay richard you've never done anything wrong it's all okay and it felt like home it felt like the source from which we were all all came from okay so that was the undescribable really experience but that set me off on my path to come into integrity with that because in my mind there's lots of wrong things and i and i did wrong things and everything else so if that was true in that body experience which felt more true than anything than i've ever experienced and it's it was a richard before that experience and there's a richard after after but the after richard was saying wow that was truth but look at my world look at the struggle and the suffering in the world look at my own suffering look at my judgment of everything out there how do i reconcile these things and so that started my journey and so i i went out looking for tools to help me heal so so and teach start teaching those like what about limiting beliefs what about releasing emotions and all of this this inner work that I was learning how to do and teach, and I taught modalities about changing subconscious beliefs, and they had really good effect in in lots of ways, lots of healing. And then I encountered a split up with um, my fiance, where she left me for another man. And I'd learned many tools. I'd learned how to do change subconscious beliefs. Um, but I couldn't resolve this. I couldn't come into integrity with, okay, I'm going to love her anyway. I'm going to love myself and I'm going to move on. But I couldn't move on. I was in such deep grief. And I, with all my tools, I couldn't shift it. And and I wanted to forgive. And yet something in me was hanging on to this experience. And I couldn't forgive. And I wanted to forgive, but I didn't have the tools. So somebody gave me a tool which was a forgiveness tool, which I, and he facilitated this for me. And an hour later, I was dancing in the streets. I was running and in joy because I I'd reached the pinnacle of what I, what I wanted around this experience, or so I thought. I'd forgiven her. But then there was something else arising in my energy again. And I had to, I realized I needed to forgive an aspect of my father and then my mother. And then something else came up and it just kept on rolling into forgiveness work. So there was forgiveness was the entry into shadow work. And then the next layer was all those aspects of myself started to come forward. Part of me, the parts of me that didn't feel good enough, parts of me that wasn't heard, parts of me that that I hated and projected onto others. And there was parts in that relationship, there was parts in my experience of life. And this got me into the into the shadow. So that you're using the same kind of forgiveness process, but instead of me forgiving person out there, realizing that they were just a mirror of something in here that I had rejected and pushed away and suppressed um, when I considered bad and dark. So back to the story in India where every, I mean, everything is okay. Here I was judging all of these parts of myself and I and I damned them to hell, right? And I learned through this work that if I brought that part back in, the experience out there 
completely changed. I never had that judgment. I loved part of me. And then it became a gift and resource to love others in a different way and, and shift the experience out there. So this, with each shadow I processed and embraced and, and healing the wound trauma that originated in creating that shadow, um, I felt happier and happier, more joyful, often, often through the work, just going from deep tears and anguish the laughing with joy an hour later and, and realizing it's in some ways it's it's all a joke and and realizing my capacity that fault that I'd hated that I'd projected off and on to others they're incompetent they're angry they're that way by owning that within myself the world started to change and that's why I think this work is incredibly powerful and necessary for all of humanity to do. I guess we're not ready and I wasn't ready until that point. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, you touched on some really important aspects here, the interconnectedness of our life and how it forms this almost a web of experiences that trigger certain actions and beliefs and feelings and identity that we have that isn't really ours but it's a construct and how that is being how our shadow aspects our wounds are being projected and how love love triggers triggers our deepest wounds mostly you know these these are aspects that I'm, I'm sure we all can relate to especially excuse me on the relationship aspect you know these these if it's family or if it's if it's a love relationship they can really dig into those wounds that we have on such a deep level for us to face, you know, but we can choose, right? We can choose to look at that and go, oh, what is that? Or succumb to that pain and live in it or avoid it or suppress it, you know, and then and, and, uh, not want to face it. So, and you're right, you know, we, we, we come into these moments of transformation and healing and discovery when the time is right, you know, when we're really looking for it and when we're really ready. And sometimes we do have to hit those breaking points where we say, yeah, this is enough. I don't like this anymore. Something has to change. Even you don't have to know what it is, what it is that needs to change. It's a feeling, it's a thing, it's the life, it's patterns. And, um, and that's the entry point. That's the point where you're ready. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. That's exactly what happened to me three, four years ago. Uh, exactly the same story that you that you mentioned, you know, it was um, very, very, I can relate to a lot that you were uh, expressing. So let's go into what is shadow work for everyone? What is shadow work? And um, what are some of the common symptoms when someone can recognize, oh, this is my shadow? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about those symptoms. And, and, um, because that's where it begins. As you said, you know, at some point, things get so so hard to control that there's a breakdown of some kind and we we hopefully find a different approach our approach in as human beings typically is to fix something out there the solution is out there so we're trying in all kinds of strategies in the world to find happiness uh, if if only i had a new rela a relationship i'd be happy 
if only I, that war would stop, I would be happy. If only something, if I had more money, then I'd be okay. And, and there was a true to an extent, right? You know, like, I, I wouldn't mind more money. It would get, allow me to get, <laughs> get more things, but that's not the source of happiness. And that if there's a pattern of behavior that we keep on experiencing, um, the, the only had a new relationship. Well, we, I think we know. I, I, I haven't looked at studies for a while, but there's this understanding that if you have an abusive relationship and you get rid of that abusive relationship, typically, unless you've done that in a work, you'll attract another abusive relationship, and that pattern goes on and on. So this is one of the symptoms: is is things like whatever it may be, conflict, stress, feelings of loneliness. Fears, greed in the world, purposelessness, not feeling, having meaning. All these places where we, we create suffering and struggle and are unhappy. Any trigger that we have are all symptoms of the shadow. Especially when someone pushes our buttons, the re reaction is that they did this to me. But they could do the same thing to somebody else who doesn't have that button to push. And it's meaning, it, it just nothing there. So there's something about if I'm triggered, there's something inside of me, especially if it's over the top reaction. If like something really, sometimes really small sets us off into such anger and, 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 and they did this to me and blaming and shaming. And this is so prevalent in our society today. These are symptoms of shadow, all of it. And our typical way of dealing with this stuff is superficial we want to get rid of the symptom it's like the healthcare business i want a salve put on my arm or whatever and what is there something is there another cause that's deeper and we we the symptom if it's, if it's considered the spouse we want to get rid of the spouse or the boss or quit our job that's looking at the symptoms the outer cause but if it's a pattern there is there's some other soul that will stand up and have us look in the mirror again and the pattern doesn't go away until we actually deal with the cause this is we can't we can't we can get temporary relief but through materialism feeling happier by buying more stuff we can get temporary relief by um Dick, you know, drugs. We don't have to face it. We can get temporary relief by finding a love relationship. And the honeymoon phase is seems is often clear of shadow or subtle. We can ignore the shadow and then we get the ring on the finger and it turns into something. Oh my god, how'd I end up here? What are your what's your sense of you know the symptoms and um and yeah, yeah i mean basically anything that uh, well you and i have discussed it as well it ranges from super subconscious where you have no idea how it's affecting you your behavior there's there's part i feel i feel there are two levels within the subconscious the super super subterranean subconscious where it takes a lot of work to really understand what really is in there. Usually you need to work with 
a specialist or someone to help you navigate and understand what is in there and how it is really affecting you because some of it can be behavior that you're just is part of you it's part of you and you don't even know then there's part the, a little bit of a, a a higher level where or a little bit of a semi-conscious unconscious layer where you can you can navigate on your own the triggers the outbursts the rage the anger ruminating re resentment fear and you can catch yourself it's through lot through observation being aware oh ugh, i don't like that feeling but not feeling not being hard on yourself because feeling that and a lot of us we don't like the feeling or we we're not we haven't been taught to navigate our feelings or to navigate these difficult aspects we're in a logical world in an analytical world you work you do this you have this life you fit in this and then that's it you die <laughs> that's that is like probably a little tiny portion of really what we can do with ourselves and why we are here to live and so when we have these the shadow side and this, this uncomfortable and the traumas and the, oh, I don't like how that makes me feel. We suppress it. We medicate it. We, we judge it. We shame ourselves. We're like, oh, I don't. And then that's where the false persona. So anyway, it, the symptoms are endless. <laughs> there are many, <laughs> there are many, there are many, like you said, there are so many things. It's, it's the way that we interpret. And I guess the biggest ones I would say for anyone listening that, that you can observe consciously would be fear how is fear influencing your feelings about your 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 life as a whole the reality of the world um <clears throat> like you said things like war things like pandemic things like you know bigger things how are you feeling about that and how is it teaching what is it teaching you that needs to be looked at your triggers your response mechanisms how are you thinking and feeling as an individual versus what other, how other people might be influencing you, you know, there are all these, these interconnected pieces, your deeper wounds, addictions, um, taboos that we don't want to talk about, or that we hide and suppress and repress and medicate. And so there are all these different areas to explore, right? But this is part of who we are. And everyone has a shadow. Everyone does. So there's no judgment and not coming to a place where we have to be hard on ourselves. You know, we have to learn to love these aspects and learn through them. And that's where we get to, that's where the healing comes from. It's from that. And, and we've mentioned this before that this is one of the most overlooked aspects within the healing journey and within the spiritual community too. the many aspects. Yeah. You, you mentioned, mentioned, uh, everyone has a shadow and, one of the misunderstood, misunderstood things about the shadow is it's considered typically considered dark and bad. It can actually be our light that we pushed away, our worthiness, our brilliance, yeah. our beauty, right? It can, mm -hmm. It's both sides. It's everything that we've rejected within mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah. And it's about it's about those those fears to fully, you know, spread my wings and be and feel free and and do my purpose in the world. And the interesting thing about shadow and everybody's specific shadow, it is, it is the source of your gifts and your, and your purpose in life. These shadows yeah. are actually the wound, the wounds that are there, like the shadow at the, at the source, the shadow is the, is the, the energy for you to step into what you are to do in this life. Yes. And it's, it is through the shadow that, that 
catalyzes that journey to heal your wound, to, to serve the world, to help others in some way to, learn, to on your journey to love. Inside our deepest and most intense fears is our purpose. Yeah. If you want to find your purpose, you have to go on the you have to go into the fear mm-hmm. and through the fear. And on the other side of that, same with all these shadows. They we have these wounding experiences that are very personal to you or, or whoever, and that sets us off on this journey. So uh say uh someone who was bullied in school and it was a really intense experience of and and horrible, and they may from that wound say I need to eliminate bullying in the world. I'm going to be a peacemaker. And they become a peace activist, maybe. And they, they're they wanting to, they, they go into war against bullies <laughs> to find all those bullies and stamp them out. But it's coming from the wound. It's coming from the shadow. But So gave them the direction, which was beautiful. But as long as they're in the wound, they'll have no end of battles to fight, to, to stamp out bullying. It will continue to mirror back to them and they will have lots of work to do but they'll never resolve it it cannot be resolved because that's not where the piece is bully is somewhat they'll end up being bullies to bullies out there mm-hmm, in many mm-hmm. cases right, right. when yeah. you heal the shadow, you you'll burn out whatever that is if you're coming from the shadow you'll burn out mm-hmm. in that activism heal the shadow and then a gift emerges and how you can show up with a different energy of empathy and compassion and hold space for peace in an entirely new way. It there's a there's a um a love, almost a love and compassion for the bully because you understand how it arose. Yeah. Yeah. And your work in the world goes to an entirely new level. Beautiful. Yes, that's it. Exactly. And that's even even through the work I've done, going deep into this, I'm more confident with who I am and more at peace with who I am because of it. And there were layers that I didn't even know I had in there blocking things that I didn't even know were blocked <laughs> and triggers that were coming out that I didn't even know where they were coming from. Um, <clears throat> but it all suppressed me. It suppressed me from feeling confident with who I am or understanding who I am. I didn't know who I was. I felt, and I've, I've said this before in other um, earlier um, content pieces, like I felt like a, a tuning fork had been hit and I was rever- reverberating. I wasn't in my center. I didn't know I, I was so off, off center because of all the things I had experienced. I just didn't know who I was. I didn't know how I was supposed to be. I didn't know how I was meant to fit in. I didn't know what I was meant to do. And so, <clears throat> yeah, that was beautifully said. Thank you for that. And that is that is the reason for this work is to reach your true self because it's buried and it's suppressed. And the shadow is a result of that, or it's at least the layers that we can address to get to that, to get to the gold. Yeah, it's it's authentic power. It's mm-hmm. we, we're it, it, it's authenticity when it when when you eat when you process each shadow you come more into the wholeness and authenticity mm-hmm. the authenticity of yourself you uh, show up in the world in an entirely different way each time so you said well yeah well every time it changes so who, who is this richard now that's showing up right I, like i i haven't seen this guy show up i wonder which shadow piece 
integration that was that allowed me because this is a different experience of my world this is feels more whole it's uh it's a it's an incredible it's an incredibly beautiful journey and there is it takes some courage because you are facing that you know mr hyde inside of yourself the the the, the beauty and the beast and and the things that you've been trying to avoid push away your whole life and and even the creation of that shadow in the, that childhood or whenever it happened there was nothing wrong with creating that shadow it was a survival mechanism because you didn't know how to deal with what what was happening you you had to you had to do something in order to feel loved or to survive within that situation so you wished away the part that you couldn't deal with or couldn't deal with it in order to survive it was it was a good thing and then of course that set up the whole journey of your of your life and uh coming full circle it's going back into the shadow re-resolving forgiving yourself bringing that rejected part back in your beauty your brilliance your competence or your incompetence your stupidity your fakeness your fraud what your dishonesty and and then the world changes and doesn't it does not feel logical to accept the incompetence in you or like that does not this is not compute mm -hmm. why would i want to accept incompetence or accept anger or accept these things why would i embrace these things that does not make any sense is why why i'm might as well be talking to a I don't know a one-year-old uh, explaining this because it, it doesn't make sense and yet when we experience one of these shadows there's a light that comes on that is uh, that is brilliantly uh, real or something and th there's a very common i was thinking of what you were just saying with kind of making making sense of something that doesn't make sense in a way of <clears throat> looking at the flaws of ourselves and and looking at them as good things you know and, and embracing them what we what we consider as flaws what society considers as flaws or whatnot our belief system considers as flaws um and a, a really great i think we can all we've all probably seen some of these quotes or motivational speakers talk about fear and overcoming fear and fear is where you learn and fear is where success is created and that is a little bit of what this is about it's fear is a shadow aspect and it's looking at one point that we can fall into and we can succumb to that that prevents us from succeeding or prevents us from starting a business or feeling uh, confident that we can create success for ourselves but the fear can hold us back and stop us. Or if we fail, then we can uh, some, and this is, goes back to what you're saying as well. Everyone deals with challenges a little bit differently. Some people will fail and bounce right back. Some people will fail and crumble and you'll never hear from them again. <clears throat> and so you hear these motivational speakers and you see a lot of, I see a lot of content as well online around, you know, the quotes, the motivational quotes around facing your fear and overcoming your fear and fears, fears where success lies. And, you can catch these quotes around and that is 
in an indirect way, talking about shadow work, you know, really going into where is fear holding you back? How is it, how is it um, affecting your belief system and your ability to step into your greatness? And, and fear is probably one of the biggest things because fear also leads into so many other, and even we can even talk about body issues as well. You know, it definitely plays into what, what happens within the body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest, um, and I don't know this, but, but any, any trauma, any shadow, any thing like that is reflected in the body in, in some way, it might be subtle, um, in terms of, um, aches and pains or, or, um, butterflies in the stomach, uh, at a light level, but it could even turn into things like, like cancer. If we've suppressed things like anger, anger is a very, mm -hmm. is a common shadow. Yeah. I was working with a woman the other day on shadow uh, of anger. And so there, you know, you, there's shame when the anger emerges and you, then it gets, it's pushed down and pushed in the body and suppressed, or it's projected onto others. But, but it's, it's, it, this anger has to go somewhere. It's one of the most powerful emotions. And if we don't allow a safe expression of that anger, it, turn, it can turn into violence, road rage and other things, but it can also be um, pushed into the body. So well, what is an appropriate relationship with anger? And if we have a good relationship with anger, not trying to suppress it, you know, what gifts can it give us? Underneath the anger is more often more shadow and more things, more limitations. And, and if we then ask anger, what's, what's this about? Then we can get to these other layers, which eventually gives us a, a, a more full life and happiness and, and a, relief from struggle 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 or or it's a source of our success in life mm -hmm. yeah 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 mm -hmm. well that's i remember i think our first conversation which really that really resonated uh, with me the finding the strengths of what your shadow has taught you so yeah. if someone has um a very low confidence in one area of their life they can tend to, I'm talking about myself, <laughs> talking about my own story here. Why not just say it? There, there, there's often an overcompensation for that weakness. So one could tend to work harder and develop really strong work ethics. And we're, you know, and there are imbalances that can be created within that. And, and uh, but, but it's interesting to look at maybe some of the, the val, the values, look at the value that has been created from some of those shadow aspects as well and not completely dismiss it as all bad um, because there probably are some some good traits that have been developed because of these more difficult uh, experiences. Yeah, that's one of the, you know, the first steps that I do in my shadow work is is honor the shadow and what it gave you. That's, you know, first of all, we, we, we think we hate it and we, we suppress it, but recognizing the gift. So in my own story, I never felt good enough. Uh, in with my for my father was was a critical father and that uh, and um and was always wanting the best for me and for me to be the best. So I never felt good enough because he would always point out where I didn't it wasn't mm -hmm. good enough. And so I adjusted to that and the chat and and I never felt good enough. So in order to to in response to that or or in reaction to that. I had to do more to feel good enough. So I went, it took me to have the best marks in school and go to university and get uh, a, a job 
eventually I didn't really like the job, but it was an image job, something to make my dad proud of me. And to, and to get and to get that feedback of say, I see you, son, you're doing a really good job. It never came. Hmm. It never it never came. I'm sh- it was there, but he in his culture and his upbringing, he couldn't say those things. He couldn't hug. He couldn't say to me at least that even I love you. It was just not fun. So I'm running down this path trying to feel good enough, and it gave me so much benefit. But at some point hit the wall and i was doing realized i was doing this all for my dad but what was my life and how do i overcome the the what's what's this not good enough about how do i heal that wound and show up in confidence and for women it might might that, that not good enough might be there or it might be feeling worthy or whoever you are there's that there's these signatures that drive us and it might be driving us from our dad or our mom or some wound back there how do i show up authentically in in who am i well and you also touched on love you know maybe not in your earlier years you may not have been consciously striving you you may have been consciously striving to get the approval from your father but is it love that you are really seeking on a deeper soul level? Just someone to say, I'm proud of you and I love you for everything you're doing, you know? And that really, I feel is a lot. And then it goes into, we need to love ourselves and find that we, by wanting approval and seeking approval from an outer, I've gone through that as well myself. I can relate completely, right? But it comes down to that, that love, like just, you know, there were times that I felt uh, when I felt I, all I just wanted was to be felt, you know, to be, to be loved in that, that, that higher frequency or that relatable or unconditional, I guess. Right. So I feel a lot of it comes down to that really at the core essence of it. Uh, That was my experience in India. Mm. It's it's all about love. Mm -hmm. And one, this, this, we want, we want to be loved. We want to be lovable. Um, feel lovable that we want to express love and and therefore we need to love these parts of ourselves embrace them and bring them back in and love them and if we do that then love just is it, it just is it, and we, we get there this this woman I worked with the other day around anger that was one of the shadows that started to emerge in our conversation she felt she was unlovable and that some of her source of her anger was she's felt unlovable. Yeah. Anger is very powerful. It is. It's something I've had to work through myself as well. And it is also, I feel a responsibility that we all need to embrace in a way and not in a way of you have a responsibility. It's, it's, it's knowing that it's being accountable, you know, for our actions and, being aware of what we project, because I mean, you can go out in society and see it. You can just walk outside and take a look and it's there. And I, I've, I've dealt with it many times myself, just even recently and just people projecting their own shadow, their anger, you know, in, in ways that come out the mouth or come out, you know, their, their actions, their energy. 
And it's really difficult. It really has a, an indirect effect on a lot of people uh, and they don't realize. And, and so this is, it's a really important aspect that we all need to really embrace. And I hope, well, I've, I'm confident it will grow uh, this work. So there was one interesting thing I also wanted to point out. Um, I don't know if you caught this, this really neat in, interview with Jim Carrey a while ago. And he, he really nailed it. And funny enough, he was quoting one of, I think it was his mentor, um, saying that depression is when your avatar has had enough with its identity. Basically, that when you're depressed, there's a signal there asking you, who are you really? And what are you meant to do? Or what is what needs to change in the life that you're living? Because it's not in alignment with your true authentic self where you're truly meant to be, who you're, who you're meant to be, what you're meant to do. And this is the difficult phase is, is facing it because if we don't have that, if we fall into depression and just live there, it can be very difficult to get out. You, we, we need as humans that little tiny spark, that thing that the curiosity, the what if it can be better or what what needs to change that's all we need is that little spark of curiosity or yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's um like the shadow in in some ways going back to the metaphor of the, the physical shadow there's there's doesn't exist you know, if you if you actually actually shine shine a light there, mm -hmm. enough light that the shadow the shadow is created by a blocking of the of the light. Mm -hmm. So if you give it full light, embrace. If you bring it so close to you, it'll just dissolve and it doesn't exist anymore. And none and all the patterns don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um. And you 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 know, it's, a shadow isn't something to you know, might be for a while for depending on whether you get to the root of it, but it's not something to cope with and, and always have it. Mm -hmm. If you bring it close enough, it doesn't exist anymore. You bring it yeah. into full light. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. And you don't have these reactions anymore. If it shows up, it's part of your team and it's just, a, it's just information and say, oh, okay, um, something's showing up here. Then you have this, you take, instead of reaction, you go into responsibility, response, ability the ability to respond and something shows up because something will always change in life and do i have what what do i how do i treat this thing that's showing up this stuff will happen wars will happen what is my am i reacting to it or am i still at peace joy and love and compassion for what's arising do it do i lose a lot of energy going round and round in my head, they did that to me and that, and I'll get back at them. Like how much wasted energy is done in the, in the shadow reaction versus taking a breath. Okay, something's arising here. What, how do I move to love within this? It, cha it changes the whole experience of life. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, we're talking a lot about the symptoms and <laughs> there's the point of this work is is to break through those those limitations, those barriers, those triggers, those really uncomfortable feelings and and create the light, create the space and step into you, well, it's back into your authentic self and the awareness and and love and understanding and empathy. And that is how we are going to change, change or correct, correct our path forward as humanity, you know, in the bigger, bigger aspect of things. So 
let's let's move towards closing. Um, I want to actually ask you just a really um, fun fun question. Have you seen the Netflix series Beef yet? It's new. Do you watch the Beef? Netflix Beef? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh. Do you watch Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Okay, definitely check it out because I watched it over the weekend. I binge watched it, um, and it's totally binge worthy. And it's about this this couple, Amy and Danny, I believe the names are of these two characters, and it is so well done. And when you start working with this, your your awareness really increases around human behavior, around relationships, around how we act, where this comes from, how our traumas play into who we are today. And that show is all about that. And these two characters meet at the beginning of the series and they have a conflict and they trigger each other and they just take off from there. And they're in two, from two completely different walks of life, but they meet. And this whole series is around how this, this anger and resentment has been triggered and has been just, and just starts to grow and grow. And they keep getting back at each other and they like, they want to like retaliate and it's anger and it's jealousy and it's revenge. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it's this, it's all around the shadow. It's all around their shadow self. And you can see this playing out. And the writer and director also did um, touch on their child, their formative years of being children individually, their individual stories. And so you start to develop this understanding of what made them who they are and act in that way. And they they play that whole story out really, really well. It's so well done. And I, I think it's a Korean film. Beautiful. Really, really well. Well done. So definitely check it out. But, um, you know, I, I did a little TikTok piece on it because I was really impressed with um, even if you don't understand the shadow shadow work, shadow aspects, um, you can definitely see, and they do a very good job of highlighting how unresolved traumas and wounds do come out in uncontrollable ways and almost override ourselves, you know, in, in uncontrollable actions. So it was, it was quite, it was quite, yeah, it's well done. I was just, I was just thinking I could, I could, just look at the story, the, the story or view the movie of my own life and I get all of that. Yeah, exactly. I know we've all done it in some degree, right? <laughs> theirs theirs is pretty it. extreme. Like they take it, okay. you know, purposefully to the next level because it, I mean, that's what makes it so good because they, you know, really uh, up it up, up it a notch. But um, yeah, it's good. All right, Richard, thank you so much for this. Um, for you watching, listening, this will be a podcast and video as well. I'm going to leave a link to uh, Richard's uh, website to contact him if you'd like to work with him, if you'd like more information, elevatelife.ca. And I'm going to end with a quote also from Richard here that um, might offer some inspiration. So if someone feels stuck in any, any area of life, there is likely a shadow behind it, just waiting to be brought into the light. Hidden in the subconscious shadows is authentic power, freedom, and the keys to a profoundly successful life. So I'm sure we will be chatting again sometime soon. Thank you again for joining here, Richard. It was really a pleasure to, to connect and hear some of your wisdom and um, we'll be speaking soon. Uh, thanks, Tara. This was... Uh lots of fun and uh it's, it's always wonderful to talk to somebody and share shadow experiences as we as we've done and uh someone with the same similar passion to mine and uh, 
yeah, let's um, let's change the world together. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you for joining another episode. If you enjoy this content, you can also find me over on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and become a member over on Patreon for exclusive content and guidance for your transformative journey.